In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. I am free. Thank God. I am free. I am. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Happy Monday to you. It's another Monday. I'm glad to be back with you on the air. I gave up hosting for about three weeks because we had the men on the air and we had the men speaking out about issues affecting society as a whole, but um, from from men's perspectives and from uh, a godly man's perspective. So I I gave up the helm for about three weeks and um, that was kind of a little bit hard to do at times because um, I got the show started and I wanted to chime in um, on some of those on some of the things that were being said <laughs> because I can talk that's one thing I can do um, if I have a subject that I'm interested in I can definitely talk um, some people might be surprised to know that about me because I'm not talkative in all situations actually at times I can be quite um, quite quiet um, but anyway the men did a wonderful job and they did a thorough job of covering the material um, that they covered and so I'm back I'm back and I am still committed to the focus of this show and what what is the focus of this show um, well for those of you who might be new listeners Our goal is to increase public awareness of sexual abuse, the damage that it causes, and to help the victims of sexual abuse to heal and to overcome the effects of being abused. this radio ministry is an outreach from our our ministry called Equipping the Saints Ministry. It is one of our outreach ministries. Um, I have a passion for um, women, but not only women, um, but women more specifically, I guess, because I am a woman. And I have 
have been the victim of sexual abuse and I have overcome it. And um, that is why I have a passion for sharing my experience and um, how the Lord has done such a wonderful thing in my life and helping me to overcome the effects of my abuse. Um, sexual abuse is not just, when I say sexual abuse, I am not just talking about the abuse that happens by the rapist or the pedophile. Um, there are actually millions of people sexually abused every day, each and every day. Some are abused by others, like the rapist and the pedophile. You know, they abuse others. Some abuse themselves through lifestyle choices. Uh, what do I mean by that? If you are having sex outside of marriage, you are abusing yourself. You, uh, you're abusing yourself and your partner. You're abusing your partner. Why? Because God designed sex for marriage. And having sex outside of marriage is an abuse of what sex was created for. So on this show and in this ministry, we have broadened the definition of sexual abuse. We don't give you a secular perspective. We don't give you a worldly perspective based on some psychiatric studies or some medical review board's opinions. Um, we give you the perspective from a biblical perspective and a spiritual perspective. Millions of people are abusing themselves every day by having sex, they are um, allowing themselves to be stripped of their, their essence, of their virtue, their, um, each time they're with someone that they're not committed to and spiritually um, bound to, they are giving away a part of themselves. And, and I believe uh, becoming weaker as, as a soul because the Bible lets us know that um, sexual sin is the only sin that is internal as well as external. The scriptures tell us that it's not only uh, concerning the body, uh, but internally it, is, it, it affects us. Okay, and I say as a minister of the gospel that um, God designed sex for marriage and his way is the best way to prevent sexual abuse. I still find it to be uh, quite interesting that the secular perspective and the worldly perspective is to push sex down your throat, so to speak. I mean, it's like in your face everywhere you turn. Every form of sex, um, every commercial is laced with sexual tones and sexual innuendos. Um, practically every sitcom, practically every movie, they push sex, 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 sex. But I don't see too many people talking about the ramifications. I don't see too many shows talking about the um, 
as the world puts it, unwanted pregnancies and the STDs and the emotional um, uh, problems and the emotional uh, instability that comes along with all this sex that is not between a loving husband and wife. I don't see, I'm starting to see more people come out with discussing their abuse and the effects that it had on them. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, but I'm still not seeing many programs or shows dedicated to um, revealing all this free sex for what it really is. It's the enemy's way of stealing, killing, and destroying mankind. His goal is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And when I say the enemy, I am referring to um, our, the spiritual enemy of God, which is Satan. And therefore, because he's God's enemy, he is mankind's enemy because God created mankind. And I have a few articles tonight that I'm actually going to uh, read some some parts of them to you because they are they're all quite long, but um, they're going to serve as reminders concerning our cause. Um, if you think that this is just, um, you know, an isolated type incident and it doesn't happen that often. And perhaps I'm exaggerating about these millions of people being uh, abused or sexually abused. Well, in the context of what I just put it in, I, I'm sure you can understand what I'm saying. But um, let's read some of the first article. This is an article from CNN justice. And I actually heard about this um, several weeks back. I actually heard about it when it first hit the news. But uh, I think we were preparing for the men's series, so I couldn't, um, you know, I couldn't really talk on it. And then I got a um, an email, when was it, today? I think I got an email today uh, reminding me of it. So here we go. CDC Official accused of child molestation. Uh, actually, before I finish that statement, let me uh, issue a warning here. Um, the content of this article, I feel, is a little bit graphic, and you might want to remove any children from earshot. Uh, I can't imagine children listening to my show. Anyway, I hope parents are not having minors listen to my show. Um, uh, but here we go. Give you a chance to do that. Back to the top. CDC official accused of child molestation, comma, bestiality. That's right. I said bestiality. Um, something that the Bible does talk about, actually, in Leviticus. We don't hear much about it. Of course, we don't hear much about that because... For a long time, we weren't even hearing about child molestation and sexual abuse. But um, here we go. October 11th, 2011, by the CNN Wire staff. An official with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has been arrested and charged with two counts of child molestation and one count of bestiality, police said. I'm skipping um, authorities also charged 
Lindsay's live-in boyfriend. Well, I skipped a line that said the person's name. I didn't really feel that it was that all, all that relevant, but here it is anyway. Uh, Kimberly Quintain, I'm sorry, Kimberly Quinlane Lindsay, 44, in DeKalb County, Georgia. Okay, authorities also charged Lindsay's live-in boyfriend. Live-in boyfriend. Hey, haven't we talked about that on this show? Having your children exposed to um, live-in partners and not protecting them. Oh, my goodness. That was a quick two minutes. Okay, I'll finish this after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. Why do I feel so lousy? Why aren't my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Yes, as I was saying at the uh, beginning of the show, we are dedicated and committed to um, increasing awareness, public awareness of sexual abuse, the damage that it causes, and to helping victims of sexual abuse heal and overcome the effects of their abuse. And as a reminder, I am reading some articles, um, current articles, current news articles. These are all things in the last month that are actually going on concerning this very topic. Um, The two are accused of immoral and indecent sexual acts involving a six-year-old. According to information from DeKalb 
DEKALB, DeKalb County Magistrate Court and an arrest warrant. Um, I'm not through reading, but one of the articles I read concerning this topic said that they had pictures actually. Um, uh, and so this goes on to say the bestiality, bestiality charge, says Lindsay, did unlawfully perform or submit to any sexual contact or act with an animal. She unlawfully, this is the charge, unlawfully perform or submit to any sexual act with an animal. Uh, it's my understanding that in some states that is considered illegal. I wonder where they got that from. Could it be because um, our laws used to be based on scripture? Many of our laws came from Old Testament and biblical not just Old Testament, but biblical principles. So it's illegal for humans to engage in sexual contact, conduct with animals. The alleged incidents took place between January 1, 2010 and August 22, 2011. Um, then it goes on to talk about one of them being out on bail and the other one still being in in jail with the bail set at 20,000. Well, this was October 11th, so I don't know what the update of that is, but that's one of our headlines. I actually heard about that on one of the uh, radio stations, one of the Christian radio stations when it hit. Okay, my next one, this is a little more current. Um, I think this hit the scene a few days ago, but today this is an update. Uh, and who is this by? Let's see, did I? Hmm, maybe as I read, I'll come across who, who wrote this actual article, but it was on foxsports.com. Um, Associated Press, oh, I see, Associated Press, updated November 7th, 2011, police, Paterno didn't do enough, okay, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, or PA, I'm, I'm assuming that's Pennsylvania, <laughs> football coach Joe Paterno and other Penn State yeah, that's Pennsylvania. Officials didn't do enough to try to stop suspected sexual abuse of children at the hands of a former assistant football coach. Okay, Paterno, as the article reads, may have fulfilled his legal requirement to report suspected abuse by former assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky, but somebody has to question about what I would consider the moral requirements for a human being that knows of sexual things that are taking place with the child. Um, as, as I read further in the article, which I guess I won't jump ahead, but um, let me skip down because it's a very long article. It's like about a three-page article. Let me skip down to where Noonan said, the case went beyond football and the university. He says, it is a case about children who have had their innocence stolen from them in a culture that did nothing to stop it 
or prevent it from happening to others. I want to read that one again. It is a case about children who have had their innocence stolen from them in a culture that did nothing to stop it or prevent it from happening to others. And I firmly believe that God has an issue with that. That God has an issue with that and that um, many people are about to suffer the consequences for allowing these kinds of things to go on right under their noses. Okay. Then it goes on to say, also Monday, two Penn State officials surrendered on charges that they failed to alert police to complaints that Sandusky had sexually abused eight boys. They are also charged with lying to a state grand jury investigating the former defensive coordinator. And my, my opinion on this is that when people cover for this type of behavior and when they don't side uh, with the right, if you will, when they side with the wrong, when they side with the offender, um, then they're of similar spirit. They're of like mindedness. They're of like spirits. Somehow along the way, they've been desensitized to the um, this as a problem. Uh, I don't know if it's the good old boy type system in this case. You know, it's 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 still under investigation. So, you know, technically until the case is um, presented and tried, we can't um, accuse anyone of being guilty. But. They are charged with lying to a state grand jury investigating the former defensive coordinator. So it sounds like that they went to the grand jury on this and they, they were they're accused of lying to the grand jury to protect this guy. Okay, one of the lawyers calls the case weak while the other lawyer says, the men did what they were supposed to do by informing their superiors of the accusations. Well, that's where the police, the police officer was saying they may have fulfilled their legal requirement, you know, because in most states now there is um, mandatory reporting laws for people like uh, doctors and school officials and um uh, medical personnel like myself being a nurse, you know, I have legal reporting, uh, mandatory reporting requirements, um, excuse me, school administrators, teachers, daycare workers, police and others. Those are the types of people that have um, mandatory requirements. So he's saying, OK, well, maybe they fulfilled their legal requirement, if you will. But he also feels like um, they should have notified the police. And according to this article, it sounds like they notified their superiors of the accusations, but that was as far as it went. Okay. And the, the, the officers are saying that wasn't enough. And I say that wasn't enough. That's why we talk about this on the show. That's why we try to um, encourage people to get involved. If you suspect this kind of thing, I know it's not necessarily a comfortable position to be in. It is not a comfortable position to be in, but the good outweighs the bad. Um, I, I would hope that this would not be something that you would do frivolously. Um, let me see. It says the allegations against Sandusky range from sexual advances to touching to oral and anal sex. 
The young men testified before the state grand jury that they were in their early teens, early teens, when some of the abuse occurred. There's evidence even younger children may have been victimized. And then what does the lawyer say? The same lawyer who says, you know, that they fulfilled their legal requirements said his client was not among those required by law to report suspected abuse. So because there was no legal obligation in his mind, he didn't feel it was important to protect the children who this could happen to in the future. He didn't feel, you know, it was more important to protect his, his buddy. You know, these, these guys felt more important to protect their buddy than uh, those that had been harmed and those who have the potential to be harmed. So, wow, isn't that uh, common? common and I say somewhere somewhere in the article it said that there was a witness who saw this man in the shower with one of these minors and they're asking that if that person and 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 that that person is probably an adult now who this happened to and if they would please come forward if they would please come forward and um, be willing to you know testify against against this individual. So, article number two, sexual abuse of various kinds is still alive, I won't say well, but still prevalent, alive, happening. I'm sure this doesn't even scratch the tip, the tip of the, the surface. It doesn't even, you know, chip the iceberg because these are just people who um, are prominent prominent in their communities and got caught. But what about the millions who don't get caught? What about the millions? Um, oh, and wait till I read. Oh, yeah. Wait till I read the last article. <laughs> Coming up on a break. More after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for Officer Radio every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern only on Officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by Editor-in-Chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guests examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on officer.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. 
our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back, and um, if your ears are burning or if you're a little heated under the collar because this is, you know, difficult to to listen to, believe you me, I understand. I understand, but um, we can no longer put our head in the sand and, um, you know, be like the ostrich and try to pretend like these things are not happening or they're only happening in isolated cases. Um, they're happening around the world. They're happening right now as we speak to somebody. And um, this article, uh, when I first read this article, it, it literally brought tears to my eyes. So here we go. Um, and this is from the Grizzly... I hope I'm saying that right. Greeley, I'm sorry, the Greeley Gazette. The Greeley Gazette, written by Jack Minor. Pedophiles want same rights as homosexuals. Un, uh, claim unfair to be stigmatized for sexual orientation. Uh, October 15th, 2011. Using the same tactics used by gay rights activists, pedophiles have begun to seek similar status, arguing their desire for children is a sexual orientation no different than heterosexual or homosexuals. Here we go. Critics of the homosexual lifestyle have long claimed that once it became acceptable to identify homosexuality as simply an alternative lifestyle or sexual orientation, logically, nothing would be off limits. Logically. I mean, that's logical, right? But yet we had a whole lot of supposedly intelligent, superior thinking people that did not agree with that and didn't believe that that would be the case. That's me ad-libbing right there. Okay, but let me try to hold my ad-libbing until I finish reading. 
gay advocates have taken offense at such a position. The advocates of the gay rights movement were offended that people would say such a thing um, at such a position, insisting this would never happen. However, psychiatrists are now psychiatrists, people that the secular world respects so much, um, are now beginning to advocate redefining pedophilia in the same way homosexuality was redefined several years ago. In case you're not aware, um, homosexuality and lesbianism, according to the psychiatric world, at one time was defined as a defect. It was defined as a mental disorder and uh, uh, um, a defect. But over the years, you know, as sin became more prevalent and more acceptable, and as people began to, um, you know, fight for the rights to be uh, uninhibited and to, to pursue their perverse lust and inclinations, then the psychiatrist decided, you know, to change that. Uh, let me skip down. Let me skip down. They went on to say in 1998, the APA issued a report claiming, <laughs> claiming that the negative potential of adult sex with children was overstated. Can you believe this? The negative potential of adult sex was with children was overstated and that the vast majority of both men and women reported no negative sexual effects from childhood sexual abuse experiences. Where in the world could that lie have spawned from other than the pits of hell? Where could they be getting that information from? I have not a clue. Being a victim of child molestation myself, I can assure you that there was negative effects and um, they were not overstated. It, it took me years, years to overcome that abuse. And by the grace of God, I did. Um, it goes on to say pedophilia has already been granted protected status by the federal government. The Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act lists sexual orientation as a protected class. However, it does not define the term. So because they opened this floodgate without defining the term, it left pedophilia as a protected status also. It is protected now like Homosexuality is protected against hate crimes. Republicans attempted to add an amendment specifying that pedophilia is not covered as an orientation. However, the amendment was defeated by Democrats. Um, Republican Alcee Hastings stated that all alternative sexual lifestyles should be protected under the law. The bill addresses our resolve to 
in violence based on prejudice and to guarantee that all Americans, regardless of race, color, religion, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability, or all of these philias and fetishes and isms that were put forward need not live in fear because of who they are, I urge my colleagues to vote in favor of this rule. I just had an interesting thought. How it's commonly said, and, and I've heard it a lot, that even when pedophiles go to prison, and some, some uh, rapists too, even the prison, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Even the prison environment, in that environment where these are of criminals of various kinds, some of them murderers, some of them thieves, robbers, whatever, even, even in that environment, they are despised and they are often uh, persecuted and killed. But now the psychiatrist have decided that this is just an alternate lifestyle and there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> it's just like homosexuality and, and heterosexuality. Well, I agree that it's just like homosexuality because homosexuality is perverse and it is contrary to God's plan for mankind. It's contrary to what the word of God tells us about uh, relations between a man and a woman. Um, same as heterosexuality, not. <laughs> I can't believe some of, some of this stuff. Uh, and there was one line in here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, he went on to say, true pedophiles have an exclusive preference for children, which is the same as having a sexual orientation. You cannot change this person's sexual orientation. He may, however, remain abstinent. When asked if he should be comparing pedophiles to homosexuals, then just sorry if I mutilated that name, <laughs> replied, if, for instance, you were living in a society where heterosexuality is proscribed or prohibited and you were told that you had to get therapy to change your sexual orientation, you would probably say that this is slightly crazy. This is how twisted this guy is. In other words, you would not accept that at all. I use this analogy to say that, yes, indeed, pedophiles do not change their sexual orientation. The devil is a lie. As the old folks used to say, uh, the devil is a liar. My goodness, if this is not trying to call good evil and evil good, this person is actually saying that, Pedophilia is the same as heterosexuality and is the same as homosexuality. Where will it stop? Where, where does this end? And um, I think there was a comment in here that I don't 
I haven't found it again right now, but they were basically saying that as long as the sexual acts of the pedophile were with consenting, consenting children, that it shouldn't be a problem. How does a child consent? How does a child consent to sexual acts with an adult? How does the child have the capacity to know right from wrong and have the power to resist manipulation and seduction? How? Somebody tell me how. How, how can we, how, how has this, how has, how has it come to this in our country, a country that was based or established on biblical principles, did not remain true to those principles. I know we have some, we have a bad history of a lot of things in this country, but was founded on biblical principles. I tell you, I tell you, the enemy is busy. And again, I have to say, this is not new, people. This is not new. If any of you were listening back when we did the series on um, prostitution and we did some studies on prostitution and, and in those studies we found that homosexuality was common um, and young men were used in uh not only religious rituals, so were women used in religious prostitution was part of religious rituals. Um, all this came out about pedophilia too. So it's not new. It's been around as long as mankind has been in sin. Back after has the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management. The holistic approach. How the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions. 
and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent Live, every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Yes, I'm back. I'm back. I was uh, I was finishing up the article um, in which I was sharing with you how the pedophiles now want the same rights as homosexualities. If you want to look that up, the article is in the Greeley Gazette, which I looked up online. It is dated October 15th, posted by Jack Miner. I'm not making this up, people. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And um, there was, you know, several sources, several other sites where people are making their comments. And, of course, this caused quite a bit of a stir. But um, if you don't know what time it is, um, I pray, I seriously pray that um, you can hear from heaven tonight and that you can see what is happening in this country and how we are on a rapid decline because of rejecting the Bible, rejecting the Word of God, rejecting the principles of God, rejecting God Himself, and allowing and opening the floodgates for Satan to push his agenda through people that are willing to listen and submit to him. The scriptures tell us we do not wrestle against flesh and blood um, as a believer, as a Christian. I do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. That does not, that is not only Satan and his demonic uh, army forces, if you will, it is also against wicked men and women in places of power who are willing to be used by Satan to push Satan's agenda. Just like God speaks to his people, just like God speaks to us through the word and through uh, impressions and visions and dreams, and just like he informs us and warns us and, uh, you know, shares things with us, so does Satan do the same thing with people that um, are willing to serve him. So does he do, he does the same thing with them. And then they put it into, they put it into action. You know, they put it into action and they fight these kinds of things at your and my expense and maybe some of you aren't even professing to be Christians or believers but guess what it's going to affect your household too it's going to affect everybody if we continue to allow these kinds of things to go on unchecked 
without without someone crying out and, um, you know, saying something about these things. Psychiatrists, my goodness. The Bible says, you know, that there are those who profess themselves to be wise. Professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. That is an absolute fool to think and to, to think, to, 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 to try to convince people that this is all the same. That it's all, it's all the same. It's no, there's no difference between one and the other. And it's an absolute fool to believe it. To believe it. When common sense tells you otherwise. You don't have to be intellectual to, to get that. So, whew, let me just inhale here for a minute because I feel myself getting worked up about this issue. I'm here to tell you, as a spokesman for the Lord, as a minister of the gospel, that God's way is the best way. I, you'll, you'll, you will not hear me uh, voice sympathy, understanding, respect for any laws, any uh, proposals, any decrees that opposes the word of God. I have seen firsthand and continue to see firsthand the damage that this does. We all see it. We see it in, you know, the increase in STDs, unwanted pregnancies, the abandonment of, uh, of children who, who their parents don't want them because they were just interested in getting their freak on and getting their, you know, enjoying themselves. And this wasn't part of their plan. And, um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, my goodness, we, the world sees it, but they just won't admit they're too prideful and too rebellious to admit that it's causing more harm than good. More harm than good. God's way is the best way. He is faithful and he is true. He knew when Satan deceived mankind, when he deceived Eve and she deceived Adam and, and, and they gave over their rights and privileges to Satan to have access to this earth realm to influence and to, 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 you know, tempt people to sin and to influence people to, to rebel against God. That's what sin is, is rebellion against God. Sin is rebellion against God. It's a rebellion against the ways of God. Well, God knew that when those things happened, mankind was going to need some help. Mankind was going to need some help in resisting the enemy and overcoming the attacks and the temptations. So God is faithful and he is true to us. He's pure in all of his ways. And he put a plan in place to help mankind. That's be you, every woman, boy, child to overcome the effects of these kinds of abuses. We may not understand his ways. To the natural mind, he may seem to be harsh in some areas. 
But just try. Just try to imagine a world without pain of any kind. Not emotional pain, not physical pain, not mental pain, without pain of any kind. Try to imagine a world where there is no rape, molestation, pedophiles. I wish someone would try to tell me that for some person to take my baby, I don't have a baby right now, but, you know, to take my baby, my 10-year-old, my 12-year-old, my 6-year-old, and mutilate them sexually, that that is that is normal. That is just a preference. I wish someone would try to tell me that garbage. Um, imagine a world where there's no molestation, pedophiles, no broken hearts. Well, guess what? That is how God created the earth in the beginning. That was his original plan for mankind. After sin entered the earth, it altered God's creation. Okay? After sin came along, it altered God's creation. But even with that happening, God, he, he still had a plan in place. He still had an escape route, if you will. He still had assistance. He still had a salvation, a plan of salvation, so we didn't have to remain subject to sin. As a people, we don't have to remain subject. We don't have to remain victims of sin. We don't have to give in to the temptation. And if you are abused against your will, like in the case of child molestation or rape or whatever, then he also has... has, has uh, uh, things in place, if you will, to help you to overcome even the effects of that abuse. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. And that's what I, why I do what I do now, because I am a witness. All right? Imagine, let's see if I have time to do this. Picture, let's see. Picture, if you can, a bad rainstorm with thunder and lightning. Picture the storm being so bad that it causes things to appear dark even though it is day outside. That's what happened to the world when sin entered the earth. Because we live in a world we face, we live, because we live in this world, we face dark storms, turmoil, and spiritual attacks as a consequence of sin. Sexual abuse is likened to a spiritual storm. It disrupts, it turns one's world upside down, it makes things dark and dreary. N not just now, but for generations to come. It's not something that just happens to that individual. Often it's something that is passed on. It's a cycle. If they don't get healed from it, if they don't get delivered from it, they pass it on in some way, shape, or another. The door has been opened. There is access of the enemy to attack not only you, but your offspring and so forth and so on. It takes work to overcome sexual abuse.
once it has occurred. It takes work. It can be exhausting work. How dare these people get on here and say that, that the effects of it have been overstated and that there's no real consequence of a child having sex with an adult. It takes work to overcome sexual abuse. It can be exhausting, but it is possible. To overcome the effects of abuse, you must submit yourself to God. The scripture in James 4, 7 tells us, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. I give you more details. I outline the process in my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. It is not only an explanation of my journey, but additional insights that the Lord gave me in writing this manual. There is hope. There is help. Jesus loves you. So do I. Have a good night.